0: Um, I'm also called Smokey Fantastic. I am a psychic, a healer, a shaman, and an animal and plant communicator. When I first started to communicate with the bears here in Asheville, I have to say they didn't really want to talk to me telepathically. They kind of <laughs> um, did kind of ghost me out. They were like um, saying like, um you don't see me kind of a thing and that kind of freaked me out. I was just kind of like, "Oh, wow. <laughs> they really don't want um human beings to see them." And um and then they would say something like, "Um I'm big, you know. You don't see me. I'm big." And that was my first impression and or my first communication trying to com- communicate with them and and you have to know that, you know, this is a childhood Fear of mine, so it was really scary to actually communicate with them. I didn't really want to, but I thought if I can communicate with them, then it will help my fears to be able to, you know, talk to them. And I already have that skill. So it took me about, you know, six or seven months, and it was after, um, after the winter. When, um, the bears started to communicate to me, and, um, the first way they started to communicate to me was, um, through dreams, and, and the only, the other, other other animal that communicates to me through dreams are cats, so I found that really interesting, that they work on the astral plane, okay, um, and I also begin to notice some things in um, several yards that are in North Asheville have um, fairy portals, and that's how the bears get from one yard to the next so easily and so quickly. And you know, they're because they're huge. Um, so they do have this way of um, making themselves invisible to people here in Asheville. And I think that is something that is magically a part of the bear community here because there are people here who've, who've lived here for years and years and never have seen a bear and I've seen a bear like six or seven times. Um, uh, so I had a dream. My first dream was that that they were sleeping in the trees and I never knew that about bears. I never I knew that they could climb, but I never knew that they actually like hung out and slept in the trees. And so that was the first dream, as they were showing me that they sleep in the trees. Um, and uh, I had uh, another dream, um, you know, about a bear getting into a house, a small bear getting into a house, um, and some other dreams that I can't really tell you about because there there are some things that the bears don't want humans to know. They just don't want the bear community is, they're very close, they're very, um, I wouldn't say they're shy, but I, I would say that um, they keep to themselves, and, you know, I feel honored and blessed with them giving, you know, being able to speak to me. I had asked them, and particularly because I'm on foot all the time, um, to let me know when they would be around, and the first time I saw one on foot, um, they did show me that they were around um, oh, and I'm right now as I'm talking to you, there's a bunny like right here in front of me eating <laughs> eating in the yard here <laughs> who comes and hangs out with me. And um, we've had some meditation together, which was just a whole nother. It's like it was like going down the rabbit hole. OK, we just sat and stared at each other. And then the, it, it got very fairy. It got very fairy. But anyway, that's another story but I just wanted to let you know that the rabbit is here with us as I'm talking about the bears. Um, yeah. So I had asked the bears to let me know like when they were going to be around and just give me the heads up before I see you. So I don't have a heart attack and, um, I'm walking, walking, walking. And then all of a sudden I see, um, all these, all these bears like all around me. Okay. This is my when I'm having a vision. Okay. A psychic vision. And, then so I it kind of freaked me out because I was like wow there's a that's a lot of bears okay and so then I walk and about two minutes later I see one on the side of the stream as I'm walking here in North Asheville and um and I didn't I thought that if I saw one on foot that I would definitely like faint or um pee my pants or something like that but I didn't. I, 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 uh, I still like, you know, it didn't see me. Um, and I I just kept, kept walking and then I ran a little bit. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's so, it was, I feel blessed that they did let me know that, um, when they would be around so that I could see them (laughs) before I actually saw one. And, um, so it started one of, you know, this whole thing about what's going on you know, with the bear community here in Asheville is a very special thing.
1: So, yeah, I was leaving work at the big hospital on the hill, and, you know, it's an emergency room, so people frequently, you know call 911 and go there and anyhow I left work and I'm going down the big hill on Biltmore Avenue and I see these people looking at something and they have cameras I'm like what are they looking at and I look to my left and there's there's this animal there and I'm like why do those people have a one of those ugly bear carvings in their yard and and then I realized it was a real bear and then I saw her cub behind her and said oh no and I called 911, and they said, yeah, well, we'll send someone over in time. But first I had called my wife to say, hey, I saw a bear. And she said, oh, that's neat, downtown, downtown. Uh, Should I call and tell someone? I don't know. I mean, there is a bear, like, downtown Asheville, after all. So that's pretty weird. Anyhow.
0: I interviewed Steve Searles, the bear whisperer from Mammoth Lakes, California. So what inspires you about working with bears?
2: Um, what inspired me to work with bears, I was um, an avid outdoorsman, hunter, and trapper. Uh, I did it seven days a week, and um, the leaders of our town knew that of me, and they brought me in and asked me if I was willing to uh, do a call to reduce the amount of bears in our community. And so I said I'd take the job, and they paid me to study the bears for quite a while and make a list of the bears that were gonna be eliminated or taken uh, out of the town. And um, through that process, um, I learned that there was a great deal to be learned from the bears, that they could teach me a huge amount. And so I became more and more intrigued about it. Jumping forward, we never did any call. We never killed any bears. Um, we, we found a way to live with them, and and um, it's been you know an incredible, an, an incredible uh, opportunity for me as a man to learn from them. So it's not just what inspired me to do the program, but I'm inspired every single day um, when I'm out with them to see um, how graceful they are, how how uh, easygoing they are, how they um, lead by example, how. To live and let live. How to live with your neighbor? How to coexist? People credit me with that, um, and 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 ho- how we live with the with the wildlife here in my town. Um, I get the credit. I get the applause. But it's really the bears that taught me, and so um, they inspire me every day.
0: What's a normal um, interaction with the bears like on a? What's a normal day? What's for a bear?
2: normal. What's a normal interaction with the bear uh, every day?
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> the, this weekend, our, uh, the last four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we had a, um, a blues and brews event that we have every year for the last, I think, 10 or 11 years that I've worked. And so thousands of people come to here. I don't know, 20 bands, 100 uh, breweries come and, and represent uh, their companies, and, and so it's a, a big hoopla that we have right in the middle of town. During that event, um, I worked at each day, um, six different bears uh, showed up, Southwood with cubs, uh, uh, an old, old male, uh, um, a sub-adult. Uh, different bears randomly showed up. Uh, during the event, on the outskirts of the event, it's held next to a golf course and so the golf course has had bears on it. So they came by and I went over to, you know, um, move the bears along and and speak to the public and answer questions and and they had me come out on stage each night uh, um, to talk about the bears. But um, it was, you know, thousands of people knew that the bears were there while they were listening to music and and, having an ice cold beer and they didn't been anything about it. There's no panic or screaming or grabbing guns or anything like that. So just to speak to the last few days, um, that was my interaction with the bears. But if a bear um, is caught like in the back of a pickup truck going through somebody's ice chest, I would come, give him vocal commands. If he moves off immediately, then then I'm just going to deal with the person who left the ice chest in the truck and either reprimand them or give them a citation for feeding bears. If the bear doesn't move off quickly, you know, I might uh, spray uh, pepper spray on him, use a pepper ball gun, use uh, beanbag rounds, rubber buckshot, those kinds of non lethal tools, just to let the bear know that you can't be out here getting in the back of the truck, even though he was baited in and, and somebody irresponsibly left a nice chest in the back of the truck. But but uh, every day is different. Every call is different, but um, I have to sometimes thank the bears if they um, do bad behavior, going into a garage, uh, to get somebody into somebody's trash or into the refrigerator in the garage. again, getting into the back of a vehicle to get an ice chest, um, approaching people in the campground, something like that. that that's when I have to be um, reactive and, and spank them. Um, what I did this weekend is more proactive educating the public oh, the bears are there. We, we show that this is not a problem. They're members of our community. We enjoy it. The tourists that come from all of the world to come here, they all enjoy it. So every day is different, and there's not any one day that's the same.
0: How can we respect the bears spiritually?
2: Well, how can we respect the bear's spirit? Hmm. Um, I think um, that that's a great question and, and difficult to uh, answer. In this modern day and age, um, you guys are old, many, many miles from me, but um, a big part of the population that comes to our town, millions of people that come to visit my community are from uh, Los Angeles, California. And so I'm sad to say that down there the, the air is bad, the water's bad, um, people are ornery, the traffic's bad um it's uh it's really it's really quite sad about ba- how much it's changed since i was boy. and so when they come up here to the uh, sierras and up at this elevation the air is crystal clear and the water is just beautiful they they bottle it up and take it home with them um there's no traffic the people are super nice the food is good so they come up here and they really enjoy it and the the epitome the icon of of that the lifestyle that we live and how pure the environment is, is is represented by the black bear.
3: Mm.
4: And
2: so people are, are so intrigued, so fascinated. So, um, they just can't stop talking about it. They don't remember what they had for dinner last night, but they will tell me a bear story that's six years old and they can remember what time of day it was and, and where the direction of the wind was coming. Um, they never forget it when they're with a bear. So I I think people like you and I and maybe some of your listeners are are searching to respect and and live with the bear spirit and and to um, learn from it. I certainly have learned a tremendous amount from, from bears. But I think that the people that aren't as lucky as me or don't live in the best places, I think they are doing it out of desperation. I think they intuitively are attracted to something that is the opposite of of what's driving them crazy in their lives. Um, the busy lifestyles, again, the traffic, the air pollution, uh, the, the all the foul things that are going on. The bear is just the opposite of that. And and without thinking about it or studying it or 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 putting a great deal of thought or time into it, it it, it comes to them. I can see it in their faces when when they're when I'm with them and they're with the bears here in town. I can see that enlightenment. I can see them changing. I can see them touched by what you I call the bear spirit. And so I think it's uh, something that everybody wants. Um, I wish I could put it, you know, in a bottle or a can or in a joint. Um, I, I wish I could share it with everybody. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing, the spirit of the bear. And, and it's something for everybody to uh, get better from.
0: Yay. Thank you so much.
2: Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It really does. It really does. Because here, here in Asheville, the nature here is very pure, and just like you're saying, where you're living, you can go and get water right out of the mountains. And um, so you. Well, I'm
2: still having a hard time hearing you, and I really want to hear what you're saying.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, so here in Asheville is, you know, people um, the environment is very pure, so you, we can go and we can get water from the mountains and um, so, you know, it, yes. what you're saying makes sense makes sense to me and there's, there's a uh, you know, a deep connection that um, yes. can happen with people knowing this information I think, for sure you know, and that's that's yeah. kind of my goal is to make sure that that we connect to the you know to the bears and to the environment in a deeper way.
2: Yeah, and you're lucky like me, you can get clean air, clean water. But you've been to the cities again. I've read your profile and where you've lived and where you've been. You know that a big part of the people on the planet Earth aren't as lucky as you and my um, they're, they're scratching for, for good, clean water, um, for, um, to be exposed to the good things, the animals, the trees, the earth. Um, they're, they're having a hard time.
0: So have you ever
5: seen a bear here in Asheville? Okay, let's talk about it. Yes, I have seen a bear here in Asheville. Okay. Me just minding my business like I do every day. Getting up on my way to work. And then I normally leave my house about 45 But I just happen to leave at 642 on this morning. So I'm coming out the house on my way to my job walking down Bernard Avenue and guess what? I saw this big black bear crossing the crosswalk like a grown ass man. (laughs) Crossing the crosswalk. (laughs) Coming out the pathway of botanical gardens. Now, I've been warned about the bears and told about the bears. I'm a city girl, never seen a bear, only in the zoo behind bars But this joker was walking And he was walking like he didn't have a care in the world Oh he was walking so slow And he looked so strong And at first I thought that my eyes was deceiving me But I knew there's not a cat that big There's not a cat that big And I thought that when I did see the bear, that I would run. Like, oh, I'm going to run. But no. Everything in me froze. I stood in my tracks. I just stood there. And I just stood there. I couldn't scream. I couldn't run. I was frozen. So after I seen him cross over Bernard... And W.T. Weaver right there He just went on about his business And I was so scared to go to work I almost called out But then I seen this lady jogging Like everybody do every morning Driving on that that pathway Jogging Just doing their early morning run And I couldn't warn the lady I couldn't say Hey there's a bear down there Couldn't do that So I just stood there and I waited. And I waited for screams. And I was saying, if the lady screamed, then the bear got her ass. Okay, And I'm safe. Because he got somebody to eat on, so I take my ass to work. Right? But I just want to tell you that I've seen the bears up close. But not loose. And I personally feel like my life is in danger living here in Asheville. On the strength that these bears walk the streets like us. And they bring their kids. They bring the kids. They bring the kids out. (laughs) They bring their kids out. I didn't know that they could climb trees like that. I didn't know that they could climb the tree and sleep up in the tree. Look, this is not a neighborhood where there's a lot of forest, like a lot of trees, a lot of land. Yeah, but it's residential. There's cars, there's children, city bus, school buses. People walking every day, living their everyday life. And I don't think that I am equipped to walk these streets of Asheville with these bears like this. So. But you do. I do, but I have to watch everything. Like, I'm, okay. Looking over my shoulders for the bears. Looking up in the trees to see if the bear is there. Looking around. Because if I see the kids, I know the mama is around and she going to kill me. But I can tell you this. The one that I did see, that was most definitely a man. Okay? That was a male bear. Why? Oh, he was so arrogant. Mm, 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 mm. He was arrogant. He was strong. He was a buff his back was wide, his legs was big, his body was strong, and he was walking so slow. Like, try me. He was walking like this is his streets. These are my streets, and I wish you would. Try me. But
0: the Bears, these are their streets.
5: Yeah, these are their streets, but hey, they need to have a little bit more respect for humankind.
0: For humankind?
5: Yes. They need to have respect for human because you just can't be walking around here like that. Like, I just think that it's weird that these bears are just out here just walking like it's okay. That's dangerous. And they have the nerve to tell me that the black bears, oh, don't be afraid. Oh, they're harmless. Oh, look out for the brown ones. Oh, one swat. All the bear got to do is smack me one time and I'm dead. And I'm dead. So this is what I'm going to do. I don't want to kill them. I don't want to hurt them. But I do want to spray the shit out of them with some bear mace. So I got to get me a can of that. A couple of cans of that on deck But the only problem with that is They have to be pretty close For you to For that spray to be effective Do
0: you think you can be that close
5: to a bear? Do I think I could be that close to the bear? No Then you
0: don't need to get the mace
5: I mean I need to get the mace Because I noticed that when I did see the bear I froze My legs wouldn't move my feet were not I never felt that in my life. I was frozen with fear, like I never felt that. I never seen that. I never felt that, that kind of fear before. I' seen that bear in my heart. I froze. I froze, and I thought that if I was to ever see a bear, that I would run. <laughs> I did not run. I didn't run. Everything froze in me. I was in a state of shock. So he would have had some he would have had a good old meal. He would have had me as a good meal.
0: Well, bears can smell for like miles away, so he could probably smell you. So if he wanted to eat you, he would have already got
5: you. Yeah, but he couldn't get my scent and the lady behind him that was running. He was on her scent closer than mine.
0: No, they can smell from miles away. So they can smell humans everywhere. They can smell you. He knew you were around.
5: He knew I was around?
0: He just don't want you. He was going to hunt you. It would be a different story. He went ahead of time.
5: Let's tell you what. There's a lot of bears walking around in Asheville. And everybody seems like it's okay. Everybody's feeding them. Everybody think they're so cute. Everybody want to pet them. Until that time come when he attack that ass. And ain't nobody going to think he cute in all of this and want to feed him. So I found out because I like sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds is like crack to bears.
0: You can't be throwing your sunflower seeds off the side of the porch anymore. You got to contain
5: them. I have to contain them. I have to contain them. I found that the wildlife here in Asheville could be just a little disrespectful.
0: But we're in their area. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm Yes, they were here before us thousands of
5: years. I know they was here before us thousands of years, but they're just a little rude. Okay. It's a little rude. little
0: disrespectful. A so little
5: disrespectful.
0: But we're also rude, too. Human beings are
5: very rude. I, I could tell you, but I'm going to tell you about the bear. I'm going to tell you about the squirrel. <laughs>
0: that's, another, that's another radio show.
5: Okay, we're going to stick with the bears. I just found out the wildlife here is just a little, just a tiny bit, just a little a, a disrespectful, a little abrasive. They kind of look at you like, what the hell? <laughs> What do you want? And yes, I'm here. And what you going to do about it? That bear should not been walking the streets like that, like a grown ass man, buff, like he just came out the gym, walking (laughs) all slow like that, down WT Weaver crossing over Bernard Avenue. It's a main street, folks. No, it's a main street. It's a main street. It's not like it's a side road. It's not like it's a main street. No bear is supposed to be on the main streets like that. I know that we built houses and homes. I know we did that. But they're not even scared of us. Like, they don't think twice. They don't care. <laughs> you know, some animals have fear of humans. Like, you know, they say, okay, here's a human. Let me get the hell away because they might hurt me. Right. But the bear is like, try me. He wants you to please. The bears walk around here with the wish factor. I wish somebody would so that I can get that ass. The bears are ruthless. I only seen one. I only seen one. But I just seen the video last night with the mama outside with five of her kids. Yeah, there's a mama out here with five
0: kids and cubs. Five cubs in North Asheville.
5: Five cubs walking around here in North Asheville, just going all in the dumpsters. And she just sitting down on the side, talking to two and three of them all in the garbage playing, trying to get food. And she think it's okay. (laughs) In a residential neighborhood. Like, no. No. We have to do something about the bears. I'm not saying hurt them. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we need to have a bear whisperer out here. We need a bear whisperer in Asheville. Because evidently all the Ashevillians think that they're so cute and so harmless and feed them and, oh, their cubs are so cute and, oh, until he attack you or your baby and then what? Now you're going to be mad at all the bears. See, they're not showing the bears boundaries here. Okay? They treat the bears like cats and dogs. Nobody shows the bear boundaries. Nobody is here trying to say, hey, this is wrong for you to be in this neighborhood. Okay? There's nobody to call. There's no bear whisperer like, hey, get over here. Get the mama and her cubs from over here. Let them know that this is not a place for them to come chill. It's not fair. So personally, I feel... Like, I don't feel safe walking the streets. I have to look over my shoulder. I have to look up in the trees. I have to squinch my eyes and look through the bushes to see if I see anything. Like, how can you walk and be free like that? You can't even listen to your headphones. You can't put your headphones in your ear and just walk like normal. You know what you got to do? You got to not put your headphones in. You got to play your music loud and talk loud because they don't like noise. So... While you're out trying to have a normal stroll. Your stroll is not normal. Your stroll is not regular. Your stroll is not a regular stroll. You can't have a peaceful stroll out here. It's no such thing. So. Like I said. I'm a city girl. Yeah I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot. And I'm used to seeing pigeons. I'm used to seeing Cats, dogs, even rats running around in some places. But bears? No. I can't get used to that. So the bears are running me out of Asheville.
3: AwaY biologist with the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission in Western North Carolina
0: So, how can people coexist with the bears in a safe way? And respectful well
3: there there are lots of bears in Western North Carolina. Bears have uh, proven to be remarkably adaptable to living around people which we didn't always believe to be the case. 30 or 40 years ago, we didn't think that bear populations were going to do well because we didn't think bears could coexist with people. Um, So what we have seen over the last 30 or 40 years is a uh, tremendous increase in the bear population and and an expansion in bear range, which means bears moving in newer places. And the result of this... uh, is increased human-bear interactions. And that's because bear population is increasing and the human population is increasing. So people um, can coexist with bears. The primary component of human-bear interactions is food sources. That's what bears are looking for around houses and around people. And for people to coexist with bears, that's the first thing that they need to do is remove or secure any food sources that might attract bears.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So they have, so, so like bird feeders or your garbage has to be tight, stuff like that?
3: Yeah. The, the typical food sources that attract bears around people's houses are bird feeders, trash cans, Pet food, grills, um, anything on your, or your screen and back porch that might smell like food, like putting apples out there or a pot of cool, or food sources that might be in your car, like an um, empty bag from a fast food restaurant or something like that. Bears can smell all those things and they are attracted to those things.
0: What inspires you about working with the bears?
3: Um, well, I've been a wildlife biologist for over 30 years, and if you live in Western North Carolina and you're a wildlife biologist, you're going to work with bears. Bears are majestic animals. They're absolutely beautiful animals, um, and, you know, it's inspiring just to to be around and uh, get to work with bears.
0: What's your favorite bear
3: story? Gosh, um... I can tell you the most recent bear story. Um, I was uh, driving into Asheville to do a bear program at a church right in town on one of the major streets, and as I was about a block from the church, um, it was 630 broad daylight, and I looked over to my right, and there's a little park there, and a bunch of people standing around looking at something, and here comes a big, 350 or 400 pound bear walking through the park not paying any attention to anybody just out on a stroll and he came down and walked across the street right in front of my truck and walked into a front yard and started eating berries in the front yard so that's my most recent bear encounter that was last week um one of the most rewarding things um about working with bears has been the Asheville Bear Study, um, which is called the North Carolina Urban Suburban Bear Study. Um, You can find out more about the study by going to Facebook and searching for North Carolina Urban Suburban Bear Study. But uh, it's a five-year study that's in its fourth year now, and um, North Carolina State University has been trapping and putting GPS radio collars on bears. And... um, so they've been monitoring all different, uh, all kinds of different parameters that have to do with the bear population, like home range and movements and reproduction and mortality and travel corridors, and that's been a, a really interesting thing for the last five years that we've been working on.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. Um have you noticed – so you've noticed that there's been more bears this
3: – Yeah, one, a couple ways that we keep track of bears. We we do population modeling from data that we collect primarily from bear hunters and, and uh, bears that are killed by vehicles. Um, so our population modeling has shown that the bear population is increasing. And another way that we, we track the increase in, in bears is through the number of um, wildlife complaints that we get about bears. Um, that's been going up for a number of years. We field anywhere from three to 600 calls from people about bears. And it ranges anywhere from I saw a bear in my yard to, um, you know, a bear is doing something that I don't like. Uh, or bear knocking over my trash can, so the increase in the number of calls that we get that we call human wildlife interactions for bears is also an indicator of an increasing bear population.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And who helps to like solve problems like bear problems with
3: people and bear interactions? Well, typically the the Our first line of contact for people who have calls about bears, either complaints or questions or observations, are our district wildlife biologists. We have a uh, district wildlife biologist in each wildlife district, and each wildlife district consists of anywhere from 10 to 13 counties. Well, I guess that, you know, it's important to know that Bears are generally not aggressive towards people, and incidences where people are hurt by bears are very, very rare. Um, We do hear of incidents that have happened in other states, and they often get sensationalized, but um, actual incidents of bears hurting people is very, very rare. Um, But we do have a lot of bears in western North Carolina, and they do interact with people on a regular basis. Right. So it's important to respect bears but not feed bears. Uh, That's one thing that we do encounter from time to time is people feeding bears intentionally, and we highly discourage that um, because it makes the bears less afraid of people and more accustomed to being around people.
0: Right, which could be dangerous because even if they didn't mean to hurt someone, they're big. And... Yeah,
3: and another thing that's important for people to understand is that we do have a bear hunting season in North Carolina. Um, bear hunting season uh, begins in mid-October and uh, goes on until uh, right before Thanksgiving, and then it um, picks up again for the last two weeks of December. In a typical year, Anywhere from 600 to 1,000 bears are killed by hunters in Western North Carolina, and that's a very important management tool for regulating and managing the bear population to to try to make sure that we're not overrun with bears. And when, when do the bears
0: generally go into hibernation? In December?
3: Um, typically, female bears go into hibernation in mid-December, and... Male bears go into hibernation in late December. Now, one of the things that we've um, discovered from our urban-suburban bear study is that female bears, some female bears, may go into dens as early as October and stay until the end of March. Um, And then other bears, particularly uh, male bears and female bears that have yearlings, may not dent at all, depending on whether or not they've got consistent food sources throughout the winter. The primary purpose of denting behavior by bears is so that they can kind of go into a a light sleep and sleep through a time of the year when food is not readily available, which is December, January, February, and March. But um, when food sources are available and abundant, like in urban suburban areas where they're getting trash and bird feeders and people are feeding them, some bears don't get it at all. Wow. So that's something that we found out recently.
0: Wow. That's very interesting. (laughs) That's very interesting because I thought about that this winter when I was walking around. I thought about that
3: um let's see another thing that uh, is of interest is during the urban suburban bear study we've been uh, going into dens we know where some some of the bears are denning because they have tracking collars so for female bears in particular we go into the dens and tranquilize the bear and we can see how many cubs she has and uh, examine her health and change her collar route and things like that and um, one of the things that we found over the last several years in the Asheville area is that bears are having a lot of cubs. Um, yeah,
0: I, I saw I saw a post on on Facebook. Someone showed a post of this mama bear with five cubs in uh, North Asheville.
3: Yeah, every year for the last several years, we have um, heard of or documented female bears that have had as big as five cubs. Um, Four cubs seems to be fairly common. Three cubs is pretty common, but um, almost every year we encounter a bear somewhere that has five cubs. So um, a couple of websites that you might direct your your, uh, listeners to is um, the Urban Suburban Bear Study website. Um, and it's on Facebook, and you can search for the North Carolina Urban Suburban Bear Study. Another one is called BearWise. It's a new website that's been launched by a group of southeastern states, including North Carolina, that um, contains a wealth of information about coexisting with bears. Awesome. Um, And then another um, website would be North NorthCarolinaWildlife.com org which is the uh, website of the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission and it also contains a lot of information about coexisting about bears as well as information about the uh, life history of bears.
0: Yay, thank you so much because I think the more people know about you know their surroundings, especially here in Asheville and in the city because some people, some people have never seen bears. It's almost like they're invisible, you know? And they...
3: Yeah. Um, they seem to be prone to walking out in front of me wherever I am. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why, but, um, you know, one thing that we have been pleasantly surprised about with the urban bear study um, is that a lot of people are very tolerant about having bears around. Prior to the study, we generally only got calls from people who were complaining about bears one way or another. But um with the bear study since we we in uh, primarily North Carolina state have been trapping bears right in town in people's yards, putting tracking collars on them and then releasing them right right in people's yards where they caught them, we found out we have um interacted with a lot of people who are very tolerant about bears and are okay with being bears, you know, having bears in the neighborhood.
0: So I've seen, I've had six bear sightings here in Asheville. The first one that I had, I was, um, it was my first week here in Asheville, and I had just went on a long walk was my first, like, long walk around my neighborhood. And I was thinking, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And I live in North Asheville. And so um, I came home and start relaxing and start washing the dishes. And I look out the window, and I see this bear frolicking across the street and into the neighbor's yard. And it was a pretty big bear. I, my my knees grew really weak. And I froze. I couldn't believe it. I almost passed out. I couldn't believe it. And I text my friend. And I was like, there's a bear on, on Chatham Road. What? Um... And, okay, my roommate had did, t- did tell me there was a bear in the yard, but it didn't really <laughs> register. It, it doesn't really register when someone tells you there's bears around until you actually see one, and you see how big and massive it is. And um, and I, I was shocked by how fast it moved. And you have to know that also when I was a little girl, I had I had watched this movie about bears. It was about Kodiak bears, and um, it was... Uh, how this family had been trapped in this house and these bears were trying to get them. And so I, for a year, just thought that the bears were going to come out of the Pittsburgh Zoo and walk the streets and get me. And so that was something that was just kind of like a fantasy that I had in my mind for a year until I realized that, oh, bears, they hibernate in the winter. So then that that gave me a break. And then I went on to the next fantasy in my mind. So when I saw them there, it was like the childhood thing, the childhood fear had come up for me. Um, it was so shocking. And still I'm on foot here in Asheville. And so my first year of being here, walking around, I had to deal, I, I had I still deal with it. I mean... Um, deal with a childhood fear of just walking around and going, oh my god, there could be a bear anywhere.
3: <laughs> hey, it's the
4: same old thing. Look at the bears, look at the bears, look at the bears. Sheesh. Hey, pop. look at the bears, look at the bears, look at the bears.
6: One time we were waiting for our friend at her house to come out, and then the, we looked over in the woods, and what we saw was a bear... And then we ran Screaming You ran screaming? Yes Were you scared? Yes I was, I was just going to be screaming You weren't scared? No I was scared <laughs> You were scared? And what about you? I didn't see it at all oh, Okay, you didn't see it? Well, we were I was the closest to the bear She was the second closest And he wasn't there Okay. Next story of a bear. So, yeah, what else? Who else has seen a bear? Oh, so once, it was in the nighttime too, around the same area. They were all in Ledgewood where we live. But one time in the night, um, so there's stairs and then it leads up to the woods where there's a path. And we just saw a bear laying down there and people were crowding around it. Like, on the sides, on the hill. Taking pictures and stuff. Did you feel scared? No, I was just looking at it. Oh, one time, it was like in the first week we moved. uh, I went downstairs and I was like drinking tea or something. And then I looked outside of our sliding door and I saw... A mama bear and a couple cubs, and I screamed because that time I was scared. And they were like, What's wrong? And I was like, There's bears. And everybody was like, Oh, and I was sitting, no, I ran downstairs. And then I looked out the window and I said, Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then we were upstairs in Dallas's room. Well, Dallas's now to be room. And All we saw was three cubs. Two went this way, and then one just stayed there for a little bit, and then ran that way to where the mama cub was. And I think, and the reason that they came was because we threw berries out. Oh. Yeah, we we, we still do. So when there's food that we don't want anymore, we just throw it out in the back to the animals.
0: So, how do you feel about bears being in your community? Did, was that the first part? Hold on. So, was that the first time you saw a bear here in Asheville? Yeah. That, that story? The, one, the, the, church the last story. The, the, the last story? The cubs. That was the first time you saw a bear, huh? Yeah. And so, but what do you think about the, um, how do you feel about bears being in your community? It's... Pretty it's
6: scary. To her because she's only six. but to me it's it's cool. and it's also kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like bears. I don't know why. I'm not scared of them because there's nothing to be scared of. and I know this, it's like it would be it's like saying like there's dogs in the neighborhood. I mean there's nothing wrong with dogs. I mean, they're not going to mess with you if you don't mess with them. Same with bears. Some dogs do mess with you, even if you don't mess with them. That's because they're probably puppies. But there's also one more time that we saw bears. We were downstairs with our mom this time. We were all downstairs watching a movie. Not me. Not me. I was upstairs sleeping. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was in the morning. I know. I was still upstairs sleeping. Oh. So we were downstairs watching a movie, and then I think it was Sharissa or our mom that noticed the bears first, and then one of them told us told us to look out the window because there were bears. Yeah. And that was the the day after the night the, the.
0: days that we saw the bears and the cubs the, like the mama bear and the cubs wow so you
6: saw you've seen a lot of bears huh okay um, oh there's one other time we saw a bear so we were driving and oh, into oh, our yeah. piping complex and all of a sudden a bear ran like super close to our car where we could have hit it right across the road
0: so how yeah. big were these bears how big were the cubs the They're baby like, cubs mm. They're like maybe like this big. Oh, little babies. The how, cubs weren't that big. How big? How big was? How big would you say that is? That's
6: pretty big. I think. But is that two
0: feet? One feet? How big is it?
6: Probably like one or two feet. I don't think they were that small. I think oh, they yeah. were like probably gonna be like up to my knee or up to my waist. They were pretty big for cubs.
0: So I would like to present to everyone here today um, the Queen Bear of Asheville. I want to say thank you so much. This is such an honor and a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Um, I have a few questions. Um, My first question that I would like to ask you is what, what do you think of the humans here in Asheville?
4: We do not think of the humans here in Ashra we do not think of them, we do like the food that they leave us, that is all that we think of them, and they are kind, some of them, that live here, we do not trust humans.
0: So why don't you go and live in the country where you have more room, and you would be free, and um, I often wonder why you would want to live so close to humans, and, um, yes, why, why, why wouldn't you live um, on the outskirts?
4: We are safe here. That's why we stay. There is food here for us to eat, and we are safe. There is no one who is going to shoot us here. If you go to the country, you can be shot. It is not safe there. And the food is scarce. Many of us are born here, and we live here, and we die here. We do not go out into the country. It's a different species of bear that go to the country. We are very different from them. Mmm. I'm getting hungry.
0: I heard that the... Well, I can see that the bear community is getting bigger and that a lot of female bears are having more cubs, maybe five cubs to one female. Um, Can you explain, like, why that is happening?
4: Why is it that the human population is growing? Why do humans carry weapons? Why do humans cut down trees? We often think about why humans do the things that they do. It doesn't make any sense to us, but there is good food here. That is all we care about at the moment. Now, do you have this offering? This interview is over. Do you have your offering?
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I feel so blessed. Yes, here's the honey.
4: Thank you so much. You've come a long way, child, in order to meet me, in order to have this conversation. And so I would like to give you a gift. The gift that I will give you is bare medicine. This gift comes from bare spirit. And I am going to grant it to you. Oh Oh Oh, 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 oh.